Hey everyone, thanks for joining us this week. Hey everyone, this is KJ. And this is Jared. And this is not a terribly good podcast. <laughs> what do you have for us this week, KJ? Well, let me tell you, Jared. <laughs> So back when I used to waste taxpayer dollars in the military, yes, uh, we used to sit around. And we had a lot of we had a lot of cool like uh, would you rather kind of arguments. I know it's you know the peak of conversation, right? But uh, uh, one of the ones that I think always got everyone going was, would you rather have a lightsaber or a dog-sized domesticated dinosaur of your choosing? Oh, but. Uh, and then, you know, don't take into account, you know, hey, you can't clone him, breed him, whatever. You know, this not going to be a money-making venture. This is purely for your own personal enjoyment. What's the power source for the lightsaber? Uh, whatever crystals they found on uh, whatever planet. I don't know. L- right. A- like, ask, it's not running out. This... It, 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 it works. It's not going to It's not gonna run out of power. Okay. We're not talking like I've got to buy stock in D-sized batteries or whatever. No, so. no. It, it will last. I mean, I don't know. Luke's lightsaber lasted all those movies. You know, Luke's an old guy now. You know, the the, right. the rest of your lifetime at least, it'll it'll be functional as long as you don't, you know, turn it on and walk away and use it as an as a nightlight. <laughs> a bug zapper. It's a standard amount of lightsaber use. It's mostly it's mostly off. Right. Or mm. a tiny domesticated calm. Trainable dinosaur. How how tiny are we talking? Like Do, uh, large dog breed, or am I going to ride around with a Chihuahua sized yeah, Velociraptor? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's not going to fit. Uh, you, like I guess you know your choice. Because that would be kind of cool too, is yeah, to have you, a you can have a teacup a, Velociraptor that just jumps out of my man purse. Yeah, he, he he's going to be calm. He's going to be as ferocious as a Chihuahua. You know? So and, and so it's it's not going to murder people. <laughs> I mean, you've not been around many Chihuahuas, <laughs> have you? It's, it's going to try, but it's going to be more annoying than terrifying. Right. Okay. Um, and I don't get the force if I have a lightsaber. No, you have all the powers you have now plus a lightsaber. I can still fuck some shit up with a lightsaber, though. <sighs> the thing that always hung me up is there's not a lot of good things you can do with a lightsaber. There's a lot of bad things you can do. You could be evil with a lightsaber. But, you know... You, I'm okay with being you, evil at this you, point. You know, you don't have the force. You're not stopping bullets. You're not fighting crime. I mean, it's... it's, it's I could as, fight crime with a lightsaber. As, it's as effective as a sword. I would probably... I could fight crime with, could, with a lightsaber. I could totally <laughs> fight crime with a lightsaber. This is how we defund the police. <laughs> like, you're still getting shot. No, I probably would take the dinosaur. You're right. It would just be... Like feeding it would suck, because I mean, I'm, even at their you know, size, they're get, still consuming a sh- like. Well, depending on what kind of, if I'm getting a uh, carnivore or not, but I mean, you, you can get kibble. They're domesticated. They're domesticated. <laughs> meow mix for velociraptors. You know, he'll always be a little sad. <laughs> right. you know, I don't know. Like See, you know, if if you neglect him, you might get into the neighbor's chickens. Right. See, and I don't, but I probably wouldn't take a um, carnivore dinosaur. I would definitely take a, a little, uh, like a little, a little stego. 
A little stego. Um, what's that little one? That they like they had the the big club on their tail. Ankylosaur. Yeah. So yeah, they look like an armadillo. I mean, he's gonna, put, know, he's gonna put holes in your walls though. Yeah, but he roll up into a little pill and be able to roll him down a hill and I don't, stuff. I don't think dinosaurs did that. They totally did that. Like, I'll bet you money they did that. Like it, it, an ankylosaur is gonna be like a bulldog, where it's just fat and lazy, and it's gonna he he's gonna be a couch potato. You know, it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be good for watching watching TV with you. Yeah. You know, maybe you could teach it to ride a skateboard. That would be sweet. <laughs> Vibe into Fleetwood Mac dreams. <laughs> you, could drop, you, you could drop stuff on him. He wouldn't care. I'd probably teach him how to play baseball or t-ball. Those little tails, just whack. Because um, you definitely don't want a stegosaurus. Because uh, you just have you wouldn't have an Achilles tendon left. Oh, just yeah, get happy spike, to see you. And, spike you right in the chins. Right. Um, Triceratops would be fun. Any any of the the uh, I can't remember the Protoceratop breeds or whatever they were. They had all the different. They had the ones with the three horns and the one with just the giant plate. That I would totally do weird things with. Probably spray paint it. <laughs> yeah. What would you choose? You know, I I gotta say lightsaber. Yeah. Just because I would be a total asshole with it. Just like make- I'm never coming in the same door that I left. I'm making I'm making my <laughs> own exit in your house. Right. Yeah. You know, melting your screen door. It would be a lot less maintenance to deal with a lightsaber. However, with the amount of times that I accidentally turn my phone on in my pocket or like you just bump into something and all of a sudden it turns on and just cuts half your leg off. <laughs> <laughs> so funny story about lightsabers. <clears throat> uh, this was last year, probably around this time, we were doing the gun show at the uh, county fairgrounds. And this kid, and I've got the picture somewhere, this kid who is obviously special needs, so I try not to make fun of him too much. Walked into this place in his Wrangler's boots with spurs, a fanny pack that had a um, Nerf gun in a holster, and a lightsaber hanging from it. That sounds pretty cool to me. He had a rat tail as well. Oh. See, no, that's that's oh, how I do A rat tail, right? Yeah. He had a rat tail. And it was a long one, like, too. You don't even see those anymore. I know. There's like... Like everybody was trying to bring mullets back, and kids are doing it now. And like they're, at least they're doing the good kind of mullets. Like where they, like, I was watching. Like there was a bunch of kids that that did that, and they went and got them permed. So they had permed mullets with like the, the fade on the side and the three lines carved in in the side of the their their head. And it was like, okay, so you're doing it right. Like you, you're obviously doing it ironically, but you're maintaining the the beautiful ape drape, and not just being a kid with a Kool-Aid mustache whose parents don't really care about them and just kind of cut their hair to <laughs> keep it out of their <laughs> eyes type mullet. Cause I've seen those kids too. And it was like, yeah, your parents don't love you. Okay. <laughs> like just, just kind of cut your hair out of your eyes and send you back outside. All right. You ready for another one? Yeah. All right. Personal transformer. It's yours. Your car, you know, park in your garage. It's transformer. Just, just like Shia LaBeouf's cool little charger or whatever he had. Right. However. However. It's a PT Cruiser. And no weapons. 
but it, it can transform. It can do, you know. And it's sentient. Yeah, yeah. You, you have conversations with it, you, you know. But it's it's a transformer. It just doesn't, it, it won't really fight for you. And you got to drive around in a PT Cruiser, and people got to question why you're doing that. Could it be a convertible PT Cruiser? The Woody. The wood paneled one. I am totally down for that. Or, Don't care. <laughs> or, uh, you remember the movie Ted? Yeah, yeah. Or so, I could have a talking teddy yeah, bear. Um, you know, your stuffed friend comes to life. And uh, it's it's hilarious. However, it's one of those Japanese, like, woman pillows. We need to send this to Matthew. We're going. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, man, uh, what's, what's, what's the word for him? Uh, waifus? Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. You know, h- hilarious, hilarious friend. Comes, comes to life. People can know about it. Follows you around, but it's a Japanese girlfriend body pillow. <laughs> I'm taking the Transformer. You're going to take the lame Transformer? I have a wife. Yeah. No, I mean, you don't have to fuck the pillow. You know, it's just, it's just, you know, hey, it's, you know, it's a girl, but it's a, it's a funny one. I don't need a hilarious best friend. I'm hilarious. You're relatively funny. I mean, we started a podcast. I've got that. It's just, I mean, I, you're not really. Are, 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 you, are you saying I'm your Japanese body pillow? Pretty much. That's the nicest thing I've ever said to me on this podcast. <laughs> Pretty much. So, no, I'm totally taking the transformer. Because if anybody, like, getting into a parking lot and it's like, hey, I don't have to find a parking spot. I could just, you're coming into the store with me. You're going to hold all my groceries. Watch this big-ass machine pushing this little shopping cart around, just knocking shit over at Walmart. That would be funnier than anything a body pillow could say to me. (laughs) The only downside is I've seen a lot of PT cruisers just randomly catch on fire. Like when I was driving a tow truck, it was always a PT cruiser. It's like, I don't know, flames just started popping out from under the hood. Yeah. You know, you're supposed to add coolant once in a while. <laughs> Your Transformer's dying a horrible, painful death. <laughs> I'm just sitting there <laughs> snapping pictures. You forgot I'm... coolant. <laughs> this is so painful. Uh, but if he's sentient, he should be maintaining his own fluid levels. I maintain my own fluid levels. <laughs> Not well. I'm pretty dehydrated right now. I mean, you're living, so you're you're at least in, in you're at least in the range. Yeah, my kidneys <laughs> kind of hurt because I've been sucking down caffeine for the last three weeks. <clears throat> yeah. All right. What else you got? Or wait, what are you doing? Because you didn't pick. Are you picking the body pillow? Yeah, I'm picking the pillow, man. What was Melissa gonna say? Yeah. She has to compete with the Japanese fuck pillow. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be weird explaining why I have it. It's going to be weird explaining it to your daughter. Yeah, also true. <laughs> but dude, I just, like, I can't roll around in the PT Cruiser, man. Uh, Although, do you remember when those came out? Yeah. Like, no, my mom had were, one. Like, some of the coolest cars. Yeah. For about two years. Yeah. And, until the wait list started, like, dying down and people actually got them. And you get to see them up close and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, I did not. My so my mom had one, and I did not fit inside it. Um, like I tried to, you know, even with the seat all the way back, like the passenger seat. She's like, "Oh yeah, come in. I'll t- take you for a ride. We'll go out to lunch or something like that." And I tried to sit in it, and <laughs> I felt like 
I felt like the biggest clown in the clown car. Like I was all hunched over. Like I couldn't see out of the damn front window. So it's like I couldn't help my mom stop for red lights because she forgets. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I couldn't see. Yeah, they sucked. That's how I found out I was colorblind. Was learning to drive. Really? There was this. Uh, there was this one like single light. And it was you know one of those single ones. You know where it's either red or yellow. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Just and, at, uh, at, a, at an like, intersection. Yeah, yeah, we'd always. Uh, I would do you know, my practice driving with my parents um, after school, and it was uh, you know it was starting to get dark around that time, and I'd always like blow through this one because I thought I was yellow, and my dad would yell at me, and and you know for a long time I'm like you don't have to stop there. It's and he's like yes you do, and I'm like dad I'm in fucking driver's ed like you know like I know you're an old man and you've been driving for forever, but you know hey I like believe me I am more up to date on the literature, <laughs> so. And then, like, it was just one of those things where you're like, ah, you know, it's middle of fucking nowhere, Texas, who cares? And then finally, um, I came through at a different time of the day, and I could see it, and I'm like, holy shit, is that always red? And my, and my dad's like, yeah, you dumbass, I've been yelling at you for months. Was there not a, because uh, at any flashing red, at least in Washington State, <clears throat> any flashing red has to be accompanied by a stop sign. Yeah. So there has to be, there, there has to be a stop sign at the intersection if there's a flashing red light. If there's a flashing yellow light, it's usually an uncontrolled intersection, and that's why it's got a, the caution light there. It's just so, hey, by the way, this is an intersection. Pay attention. Now, at the time in Texas, um, I, I guess it's gotten better, but oh, okay. driving is mostly a joke down there. Right. So, yeah, like all I needed to do was uh, 14 hours of instruction with my parents, and that was it. And I, I don't even think there was a written test. Um, my, my, wow. pa- my parents had to just say, yeah, he did it. Check a box, <laughs> check a box on a paper. Uh, if you took driver's ed, um, uh, the insurance company would, would, would cut you a little break. So I still did the driver's ed. Right. Um, I did the driver's ed class, but I didn't do the driving portion of it. So I, it was a oh, okay. class in high school and that was a big joke too. Yeah. I was going to say, so I remember that. Driver's ed, driver's ed for me when I was 16 or 17 when I started going through it, um, it was an after – it was through the school. You still had to pay for it, but it was an after-school program. But you had to pay for it because it was they, – they hired a company to come in or something like, like B&B driving or something, you know, like that. Now, when Mason just went through it uh, two years ago – it was through them. Like we had to go through B&B driving school. He had to be, you have to be 15 and a half and have your, uh, have already gotten your permit or they no signing up through them, gave them your permit, got you your permit. Like you had to have signed up for a, uh, instruction of some kind. So one of the driving schools, you have to have signed up before Washington state will give you your permit now. <clears throat> but the I forgot there was a way around it. I think you get your permit at 16 without signing up for a driver school. Something, something. I I, I got to go and read it again. But it was like, wow, they changed that a lot because I had to have my permit before I could sign up for the driving school because they want you to have your already had uh, drive time under your belt with your parents before you started taking the class so that they can say, hey, your parents taught you wrong. This is how you're actually supposed to drive. Like that was a thing. Your parents like here's all the bad habits your parents do. Don't go home and annoy the shit out of them. 
was like, that's a bad idea. I want to keep my license. I'm not going to annoy my parents. I know. Uh, I used to get pulled over all the time uh, in, in, in high school. N- not, not for any good reasons. But um, so uh, I got my license in Texas. And um, Texas was just, cool, you're 16, you have a license now. Right. And then nine days later, we moved up here. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Or, no, it was like, it, I don't think it was, um, nine days later was September 11th. And then that was the end of really cheap gas, I remember. Because, like, in Texas, when I was learning to drive, gas was like 70 cents a gallon. Right. And I had this old Chevy Nova that got, like, six miles oh, a God, gallon. Oh, God, yeah. That was a great car. And you, But who cares? You know, like, you know, it was cool. I could fill up for eight bucks. Right. And then drive all week. It was awesome. And then 9-11 happened and ruined everything for me. How much did gas jump up? Because when I got out of basic training, when I finally came home, that was... um. Because I came home and I remember it was after my first deployment. So it was in the fall of like 2002 when I like really remember gas prices and they were at 99 cents again. Like all of a sudden they had fallen back down. I, I know it jumped up immediately. It's you know, one of those things. What's the saying? They would say like up like a rocket and down like a feather. Yeah. Um, it's one of those. But, you know, like I've never seen under a dollar since then. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But um no but uh anyway so then we moved up to Washington uh, like a week or two after that wow and then when I got up here um, I had you know like a full real license um, and transferring in Washington had just done all the provisional license stuff you know with with all the rules for so for the first six months uh, you're not allowed to drive at night you can't drive with friends oh um, yeah all the other stuff but since I was moving in with with a real license they didn't know what to do with me. So we're at at the licensing place, and they're like, "Well, he ha- already has a full license, mm-hmm. but technically he hasn't had six months, so we don't know what to do." <laughs> so, like, you know, they were back and forth and like talking to people, and they called like a supervisor over, and they're just like, "They're like, just just give him a real license and tell him the rules." I was like, "Oh, cool." So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like, here's I did, the stuff you're not gonna follow. Yeah, it was you know, like I didn't have all the stupid labels on the back of mine. Whatever, so I would. Um, I was the only one who could drive with my friends around for a while, you know, for for um, for most of that year of school because everyone was getting their licenses then. So it was me and a car full of kids, and you know, it was a small town. The cops would be like, "All those kids are they're barely 16. Like, you know, I'd, I'd get pulled over and right. show my license, and the and they're always like, "The fuck is this?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Rules don't apply to me, man. I don't know. Like, I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you." And they're like, "You're like you. They're like you're not 16 and a half yet." I'm like, I don't read the license, dude. I don't, like, I don't make the rules. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's not a fake ID. I don't, and, like, all the time. And then they should be like, I don't care what your license says. You're not supposed to do this. Like, I don't know. Like, if you write me a ticket, I mean, I'm, like, I'm smart enough to, to know I can go to court. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, and wait, it waste half of your day. Right. Oh, uh, that's funny. And then, yeah, and, and luckily no one ever wanted to push it. They'd be like, just knock it off. Don't drive after night. Like, all right, see ya. I got, I, I remember there was one cop in the area that I lived in that pulled me over all the time. And it's because he knew my cousin's husband, who was also a sheriff's deputy. So, <clears throat> um, and I remember, so I got pulled over because I had a 1990 Mercury Cougar XR7. It was a supercharged, it was the dumbest car a 17 year old could have. Like, that car 
had it had posi traction and just I mean you could lay down a patch of rubber for 50 60 feet just barely no problem you know no problem whatsoever I'm Vinny <laughs> so I was working at McDonald's and I closed one night and left the parking lot and gunned it because it's like 11 o'clock at night in the far north side of Spokane. There's there's nobody there. There's nobody on the road. Like I'll, I'll, I have a better odd of hitting Bigfoot than I do a person. So I sped out of there and I like hit a little bump and my tires lost traction just enough to really get a good skid going and smoke the tires and <laughs> all of a sudden apparently I woke him up from his nap because all of a sudden there was lights coming on because cops aren't allowed to sit like if they're sitting in their car they have to have their uh parking lights on they have to at least have something that's you know they can't just sit on the side of the road without lights on and he had no lights on whatsoever there wasn't any lights on in his in the cab of his vehicle because it would have stuck out like a sore thumb because there's no street lights in this area so any light whatsoever sticks out like a sore thumb. And then all of a sudden, all the lights come on. And I was like, ah, shit. So I just pulled over, had my license and registration and insurance ready to go. And he's like, wow, you had that ready to go before I even pulled in behind you. And he's like, yeah, well, there's no other cars for you to be getting right now. So he's like, <laughs> he's like so uh, you you left like 50 feet of rubber back there. And I was like, yep, I'm excited to get home. And he's like, where's home? And I was like, four blocks that way. <laughs> Almost made it. It's <laughs> like, so, yeah. He's like, have you ever had a ticket before? Nope. Okay. Well, here's your warning. Knock it off. Okay. <laughs> You're going to do it again, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I am. Yeah, I did that quite a bit right there. We all did, though. Everybody that worked at that McDonald's did. Man, this is probably like, this was, it, it's got to be illegal. Um, but uh, one of my buddies in high school had an old, like, auction crown Vic. Oh, yeah. With the spotlight on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'd go park it, um, park it off the side of the highway. Um, and, you know, like outside of Grand Coulee. Not, not a highway, but I don't know. Well, the state highway. And just park it outside of Grand Coulee and just sit there and wait for cars to come around this huge, big turn. And we get it had two little LED keychain lights, like red and blue. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and when they come around the corner, fly, you know, like obviously speaking, there's no cops out there. Right. I, think, I think it was technically on the reservation. So definitely no cops. Uh, well, there's there's tribal cops, but they don't give a shit about speeding. Right. And so they come flying around this corner, and we just go with like red, blue, red, blue, red, blue <laughs> on the on the dash, <laughs> and watch like just trains of cars slam their brakes. And that, we always found that to be hilarious. Um, that's got to be illegal, though. That's, yeah, that's no, it probably is, dangerous. It, it is illegal because I remember. So it's illegal to impersonate any emergency vehicle whatsoever because i remember when um i got called to when i was in when i was a tow truck driver i got called to a um impound from the from the uh city cops and when i pulled up they've got this guy in handcuff and he's spitting mad like spitting at him kicking and everything like that he had an old ambulance and I'm talking old ambulance. Like this is still in the back of a van type ambulance. Like it was a, a sprinter van. It wasn't uh, one of the box trucks. <clears throat> and uh, he's, it, it's, it's still painted the, the red and blue from the original company that owned it, but it still had all the lights. And that's what was illegal is it still had the emergency lights. Hmm. 
on it because you can you can put emergency lights as long as they're amber like if they're yellow then you can put those on anything it don't matter oh, it's like, not really because like, it's not an emergency like vehicle. the wide load construction right right stuff. yeah you don't have to have anything special for that uh, my truck my tow truck had red and amber lights because i was considered an emergency vehicle but just barely you know like I had to be called to an emergency to be an emergency vehicle. I couldn't just drive around with those on all the time. I did everywhere I went. I put those on. <laughs> so people got out of my way usually at night. But that's it's not that I wanted people to get out of my way. It's like that truck was a big insurance magnet. Like everybody's like, oh, if I reckon to them, I'm going to get an insurance settlement out of it. And it's like I had my lights going. I don't know why you wrecked into me. <laughs> and that was how I tried to cover my ass, which was probably a big no-no, but I didn't give a shit. I got rear-ended several times in that truck, which is just which is hilarious because it had that, that stinger on the back of it, the wheel lift. It's like this thing is <laughs> the the steel on that is enough to lift a, you know, one ton pickup, no problem. And you just ran into it with your Geo Metro. Will you stop suddenly? <laughs> <laughs> and I can drive away. You can't. Neener, neener, neener. You got any more? I mean, I got a bunch. Uh, <laughs> um, you, do you ever read any uh, Chuck Klosterman's books? Um, you, you've probably seen them. It's like uh, Sex, Drugs, and Cocoa Puffs. Uh, consider the not something about dinosaurs. I don't know. Uh, you've probably seen them around. I know. I I think I tried to read. There was another one of his. It, it's it's like they're like books of essays that, he, that right. he writes for for magazines and other publications and stuff. And it's just like collections of. I gotta of, remember because there's there is one that I read of him. But I know Sex Drugs and Cocoa Puffs was was the big one that I know I saw. Uh, anyway, um, uh, he, uh, a, a lot of the ones I know are are written by him. He uh, he put out like uh a little box set of these cards that are like 50 hypothetical questions. It's called uh, hypotheticals. Okay. And, yeah. uh, and a, a lot of those are really good. Um, some of my favorites are, I was going to bring the box, but I forgot. Cause uh, I think it was eating the dinosaur. Was the yeah. One that's that I, the one. Yeah. Yeah. Eating the dinosaur. Um, so anyway, uh, this one was called like the rudimentary magician. <laughs> and so, uh, okay. Uh, you meet a magician and he knows five tricks. He can pull a rabbit out of his hat. He can move a coin from one hand to the other, you know, and three others. And, you know, like little, you know, like like kitty magic shows. Stuff you could learn to do to impress Xavier. You know, like right. things that would impress first graders. But the, the thing is, is, it's real magic. He's really conjuring a rabbit out of out of thin air <laughs> and, and bringing it into existence the the coin is really transporting from one hand to the other it's not sleight of hand whatever it's it's real magic um it's just very very limited in scope <laughs> okay so you know um you, you can't do all this cool stuff he he can like one of them was i think he can levitate a couple inches off the ground right yeah um you know th- things like that they're 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 party magic tricks but it's real and but that's all he can do so is that person more impressive than Albert Einstein? No. Why not? It's real magic. The guy is breaking the laws of physics that Einstein helped figure out for us. Okay. It's it's not as impressive as yeah, no. Cuz Einstein cuz my 
my knowledge on Einstein, like the his thought processes and stuff like that, are like every time I read something about him, it's like, how in the hell would you even think of that? Special relativity, um, the oh that Rosen, the the Einstein Rosenbridge thing or whatever that I don't know. It's like a wormhole, like folding space in half and stuff like that. And it's like, how do you think of that no, kind yeah, of stuff? No, I mean, no, he's you know obviously a very brilliant mind, right? You know, uh, but see, yeah. your your guy, he doesn't know how he does that stuff. I mean, okay, you know, he, he just does it. Yeah, you know, okay, he worked really hard and he figured it out. <laughs> that wasn't part of the original thing. I don't, said, like, it, like, is like, he? It, 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 okay, um, is he more impressive? You know, if if we add details to it, you know, like to come up with how how he invented real magic, you know, like d- does that change things? You know, or are we going to say, hey, Einstein was just born with, you know, crazy above average intelligence potential. And then, you know, he was educated and he figured stuff out. And you know, this, this magician was born with magic ability, you know, mm-hmm. you know, on that in that way, they're born. They're on the same. It's a level playing field. Right. But what do they do with their. Okay. Yeah, OK. You know, one has a lot more results than the other. Right. The one guy is doing cheap and easy magic tricks that he doesn't have to work at. I don't know. He just seems like somebody. He would probably sleep on my couch. Like, like not. He's not really a high achiever. Uh, you know. Uh, the, you, hey, I'm, I'm sure people would want to observe and study it, and he could, you know, make a living. You know, maybe he's feeding hungry people, just pulling rabbits out. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, just, you know, hey, go buy a food bank. Like, you guys got to worry about butchering, but you know, here's a thousand rabbits, right? Just hanging out, just one. See, two, I think three. it's what you do with your your gifts. You know, his, his your special talent is what makes you impressive, not that you can do something. It's how you use it. So if he's, you know, using his gifts for. And, I mean, there's not a I lot of know. utility in, you know, OK, it's. Yeah, there is. He could go down to St. Jude's or any children cancer ward and everything like that and make those kids happy for half a second. I mean, I could learn basic magic and do that too. It's in right. You know, and it's, I'm not it's, saying you know, I'm a good person. Be... I'm not saying that I'm anywhere near as impressive as Albert Einstein either. That's no, the... but you're not really doing magic. You're not breaking the laws of physics. That is impressive. If you use it for something that's in, in a way, that magician is proven everything Einstein thought of was bullshit because hey clearly clear, you know conservation of matter out the fucking window I mean that wasn't Einstein but you don't you know. know that you have no idea you just said they're conjuring out of thin air you have no idea where they're actually conjuring from they could be he could be all those rabbits could be from somewhere and he just has a black hole in his hat that he's, he's just moving rabbits around the world <laughs> <laughs> and just, there's enough rabbits to where you know we haven't proven <laughs> right that, that rabbits aren't disappearing out in, out in the forest somewhere right. there's some 4-h kid in tennessee <laughs> going hey where the hell my prize would he grab it go <laughs> some parent comes home like i guess the, like i'm sorry i'm sorry johnny i guess your rabbit escaped <laughs> again so yeah, if, they're, if he's going down to the like the Union Gospel Mission and pulling a bunch of rabbits out, going, "Hey, feed all these homeless people," and then he's going to, you know, the children's hospital. Look, I can fly. I'll float right over the top of you, and that kind of stuff. That you know, and making them happy for half a second. It, it's how you use your gifts. Just that you have a gift doesn't mean anything, because there's plenty of people out there that are that don't apply themselves that are really smart and and or you know, really talented in some way that they don't 
do anything with it because they don't want to. And that's just because they, just because somebody can sing and they don't just, okay. (laughs) Congratulations. All right. Somebody invents the dream VCR. And what this device allows you to do is you can record your dreams and you can watch them back in the morning you know, you relive those cool, wacky adventures or whatever. But the catch is, guy says, you know what? If you want to use my machine, here's the rules. You have to, um, the the morning after, you, you sleep here, I hook you up. In the morning, if you want to rewatch them, you got to do it with your family in the room. And they all have to watch with you. <laughs> are, are you going to do it? Absolutely not. Like, what are you dreaming about that, that you got to hide from your family? All sorts of weird <clears throat> so this morning I woke up pissed off because I had a knockdown drag out fight with a bank manager over a loan for a bicycle. That was my <laughs> dream. That was my dream. And I was so pissed off because I lost the fight. And I woke up with a blanket wrapped around my neck because I was tossing and turning in the bed. But it was like, I don't want to see that again. It's not that I don't want to, like, I don't care. I'm not going to watch it again. Man, I have really cool dreams. Like, I definitely want to relive. Like, I definitely want to check out a lot of them. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not dreaming about messed up stuff. Oh. You know, like, like Melissa all the time, like, Melissa will tell me her dreams, and they're just like, you and I were going to the store. I'm like, what? <laughs> you're, waste, you're wasting eight hours a night. Like, I, I mean, I know it's not you're doing that on purpose. Right. But, like, my dreams, like, you're... You know, I don't dream of my wife. I see my wife 16 hours a day. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm not dreaming about her. I'm not dreaming about other women. I'm dreaming about, like, s- silly stuff. Oh. You know, like, oh, cool, cool, you know, like, somebody built this big, huge, like, matchbox track, and I get to go-kart around it. You know, like See, that like kind that. of stuff, I'd totally or, watch again. No, I'm in a flying magic carpet race with a grizzly bear. I, I would totally watch stuff like that. But the dreams that I've remembered, especially from this past week where I've just been kind of pissed off, <laughs> it's, I don't get a day off next week. So it's like I've been dreading it. Like, so as next week gets closer, like this is my last day off for two weeks other than, you know, Thanksgiving, which is just going to be a whole shit ton of work anyway. So, um, yeah, I get, so I've just been like steadily getting more and more pissed off and like I'm not sleeping well at night because of that. And so when I do sleep, I have just terrible dreams like i have some fun ones once in a while too so i would i would sleep there but if i remembered my dream i totally wouldn't watch it in the morning depending on what it was like oh yeah i totally have more because i want to remember that better or but if it's where i get my ass kicked by a bank manager because he won't give me a bike loan and i called him some stupid ass name no (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to see that again i don't want to relive that i got beat up by my bed sheets all night long (laughs) dreamed it was somebody else i woke i was so pissed off when i woke up too what in the hell was that about why what why the hell do i need a bank loan for a bicycle why is this bicycle twenty thousand dollars like um do you ever have dreams where you really have to pee no and oh man so like one time when i was like seven years old i had this dream uh where like it was like man i really need to pee so i went to the bathroom and i peed and it was just like I was peeing on my shirt or whatever and just piss everywhere. And I woke up and I had like wet the bed. Right. You know, and that was like, so that was the last time I ever wet the bed. <laughs> like, the, yeah. Um, but like, so every now and then, this was like, 
So that's seven. So this is nineteen ninety two. Right. And uh, all the time, like you know, if I really, really have to pee in the morning, like I'll have dreams where I have to pee, and like sometimes I do in my dream. And like, and it's always the same. Like, it, it never goes smoothly because <laughs> no, because like I'm I'm not obviously peeing, you know. And it's like it's never satisfying or whatever. And um, I mean, it doesn't happen all the time, but you know, maybe a couple times a year. And then and then I wake up and I'm like, oh my god, did I piss the bed? And like, and I never have, but I'm still. I wake up like, <laughs> I, I wake up like, <laughs> freaking out that I just uh, that I might have just pissed the bed. I have a reoccurring dream, and it happened. It doesn't happen super often anymore but it used to where i can fly but i could only fly four feet off the ground like that was like and i could fly and i could only fly as fast as i could run (laughs) it was the worst superpower ever but i did it everywhere i went like it was one of those things where it's like it's like well i can do it so why not so well because it's more of an inconvenience for everybody now i don't care so like i would have the same recurring dream where I was trying to find my mom in the supermarket or whatever, but I flew through all the aisles and just got in everybody's way all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and that was one of my more favorite dreams. Um, you know, like you're watching the Olympics and, uh, you know, there's like, you know, like, do you ever watch swimming? I like, yeah. you know, once every four years is the only time most people watch swimming. Right. right. So you're like, you know, guys are breaking world records, and you get Michael Phelps out there, you know, and the, the fastest swimmers in the world. And, like, I, I always think it's really hilarious that these guys are the fastest in the world, like the top of the top athletes doing this. And there's, like, some old man coach just walking alongside of them. <laughs> <laughs> like you're the fastest a- athlete in the world right now, and you're, <sighs> and you're going as fast as that old guy can walk. Yeah. And, and uh, just, like, that... Just that image of those two next to each other, I always found hilarious. <laughs> uh, I just watched something about free diving. And like, cause the world record for free diving is like 400 something feet down. Like it's stupid insane. Do you realize how much pressure that is on your body? Like you don't even swim at a certain point. And it's like, like 60 feet down. You don't even have to swim anymore. You just sink. Yeah. It's like, like 60 feet is like, there, the, that's like the threshold for basic level scuba. Right, is like you, you're certified down to sixty. It's feet or meters. I don't remember. I should. Um, it's probably it, meters because. But it's not like I scuba, scuba anytime recently or right. will anytime in the short future. Yeah. But um. But yeah, that, that's that's like the threshold for like, hey, you go deeper than this, and it's it's dangerous. Yeah, like because you your body you need does, advanced certification. Like all the gas is squeezed out of your body at that point, mm-hmm. and. Like, you, you now, like it squeezes like the nitrous like into your blood and you get the bends and and then you yeah. die, which is why like free divers when they ascend. So when he went, so this guy went down and he ascended, but as he ascended, um, he just like, he would barely kick on his way up and he has, he's less likely to suffer the bends because he doesn't have forced air going in. Like, so because he can't take a breath at that depth. Nobody can take a breath at that depth. Anyway, your lungs are super collapsed at that point, but like going up. So he won't get the bends because his body is naturally decompressing on the way up because he can't take any air in from like tanks or whatever, which I thought was pretty cool. So it's like, oh, so he can kind of ascend as fast as he can and not die while scuba divers are like. (laughs) I forget why I heard this story, but it's like one of the most terrible things I've, I've ever heard that happened to a guy that didn't end up that bad. But, um, He's talking, he was doing like underwater welding or something. 
like really deep. You know, you get like the full suit. Um, and and he, he was crazy deep. And you go down, and you work, and you can't do it for a whole long. But uh, he's saying it's really cold down there. So what they would do is, you know, e- e- even in a wetsuit, it's still cold. Right. So they would pump uh, warm water, like like through through a little heater down a hose, and just you would stuff the hose like down the back of his wetsuit. Oh wow. And just so, like, they would, so they're essentially pumping warm water down into a suit to help help him keep warm wow. and, and comfortable, just you know, to make it a little, make life a little easier. And uh, and you have to do like very slow ascents, and you have to stop and do decompression breaks on the way up. So, right. so you like you had you can't come up more than like a meter a second or a foot a second, whatever. Right. Um, and then and but when you're that deep for for that long, you have to you have to you know stop at certain levels and you know for ten fifteen minutes and let your body adjust and then ascend a little more and, and it's it's a whole process to get up unless there's an emergency. But like so so you can do emergency ascents and, and come up. It's going to cause problems, but you know the, the idea is that you know hey like like if you don't do this, the problem that you're down on the bottom of the ocean is going to be a lot worse than than you right. need the bends and need to decompress and whatever else. So. Um, what had happened was as he was down there, a jellyfish got sucked up in, and scrambled and then pumped down into his wetsuit. Oh, so all the sting and tentacles just all over and just crazy, insane sting and pain all over. And, and, and then it took him like 45 minutes to get back to the surface. Oh God. Oh my God. That would <laughs> suck so bad. I've never had a jellyfish sting. Yeah, me either. I've never had one. I came close. The, um, it was in uh, Diego Garcia. They had uh, a bunch of jellyfish wash up on shore, and so they're like, "Hey, nobody's swimming in the lagoon for uh, a couple of weeks. Why we, you know, see what this bloom is doing?" And and it turned out like the jellyfish. If you had gotten stung by him, it would have hurt like a bitch, but it wasn't any kind of fatal. So. Um, because there's some jellyfish that if they sting you, you're you're pretty much fucked. <laughs> like, you're done. And it turns out the prettier the jellyfish looks, the more toxic it is. So if there's like purple and all, oh, that's really cool, don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that we saw, they were all green and nasty and like, I don't remember what kind of jellyfish they were. I've only about. ever seen them dead on the beach. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a lot of them dead on the beach, uh, especially after storms and stuff like that. They get washed up and, and then they just sit there, so... But you, you can uh, you poke them with a stick. You can buy jellyfish in a like in a sealed fishbowl, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen those. And they're the uh, they're the because all it needs is a like a, a fluorescent light, a, you know, like a, a artificial sunlight because they create their own food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's their own little can, like self like you like you don't open it to feed them. They just do their own thing. Right. I always wanted one of those, except for it's like three hundred dollars. Yeah, cheapest. And, and then they only live like a year. Or something, and then you just have like dead a, jellyfish. A, yeah, a bunch of dead jellyfish <laughs> and just circling around. So I did see one. There was a fake one that like was in the sharper image catalog, which that's like I I like that catalog because it's always it's on every single airplane you've ever been on. That yeah, Sky Mall, yeah, <laughs> it's like Sky Mall and Sharper Image are the same thing. And, yeah, yeah, and then they, uh, those stores that are o- like only ever in airports. Brookstone. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Brookstone. There's another one too. I can't remember what it's called. It's like they sell the same thing. The little BB-8 remote controlled. Yeah. 
cars and <laughs> that kid you're rushing home to see that you forgot their Christmas present. Step on in. <laughs> uh. And that's the show, folks. Thanks for joining us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Not a Terribly Good Podcast. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>